Hello listeners. Before we enter the portico, we have some important ceremonial duties to perform. First, let us pay tribute to the Watcher at the Mountains of Madness, Immortal Mo. For your generous support, we are eternally grateful. This scenario is dedicated to you. Deepest gratitude also to these heralds of the apocalypse who support us at our ten-pound tier. Elias Johnson, Dave Guerra, Snakebite, Mark Nash, and Mikhail Polachik. Forgive my pronunciation. It's only noon, and yet it has been such a very long day already. To join these truth seekers, don your ceremonial robes and head on over to patreon.com forward slash apocalypse players. And now, pack your bags. We're going on holiday. Ciao. My name is Niccolo Fabri, and I have a passion. A passion for food. I'd like to share it with you on an intimate one-week residential course in the heart of historic Bologna. The best way to experience Italian food and culture while meeting new friends. On my course, you will learn to prepare antipasti, a selection of cured meats and cheeses like Parmigiano-Reggiano, pasta, including tagliatelle, and a traditional ragu, just like a nonna used to make. Tasty desserts, including tiramisu, caprese cake, and much more. So join me, Nicolo Fabri, as I welcome you into my kitchen and share with you my passion for cooking and eating delicious home-cooked Italian food. Place is strictly limited. Next course begins on the 20th of May, 1977. So, you've all signed up to this cookery course. It's not fine dining, it's, you know, authentic Italian home cooking. I think that's what excited you about it. The airport's a little bit outside the city. You know, the historical centre is being really well sort of preserved. But you do circle, and as you come close to Bologna and the plane sort of tilts and you you get a, your first view of it, and finally you understand why it's got its name. La Rosa. Because it's just strikingly red as you come over. Just this medieval patchwork of brick and tile and then the plane banks back out and you come down to land and as you pick up your baggage and you come through uh, there's someone waiting with a sign saying guests of Niccolo Fabri and uh, you gather around so who, who is it arriving on the plane and meeting this guy at the airport oh um Sharon Clifford um, I'm from I'm from Stevenage, um, back in the UK, about 40 minutes north of London. Um, oh, that was my first time on a plane. <laughs> it doesn't feel natural to go so high. I'll be honest. <laughs> not not that I've got anything against um, like you know birds or anything, <laughs> but like to, for people to go that high, it doesn't it just it just it didn't feel right. I, I felt quite panicky in the air, um, but then I, I had a gin uh, and, and a small white wine <laughs> and. Um, and then, and then it was, and then it was better, and um, a little snooze actually, and that was, that sorted me out. And then, as we came in 
to to land the plane kept tipping which i didn't like i didn't like the tipping it made me feel very peculiar and slightly sick <laughs> um but i did get a lovely look out of the window at, at the city city below and when Martin, that's my son, when Martin suggested that I should go to Italy and do some cooking because I, I like lasagna, uh, he said Bologna's called La Rosso. I thought that was because of it was it was a town built by someone called Ross. <laughs> but then he said it's it means red in Italian. And I went, oh, well, there we are. You learn something every day. And actually out the window, you can see that. You can see it in the buildings. And when I thought that, I thought, you've got to pull your socks up, Sharon girl. This is a whole new world. You can't be you can't be weak and watery about this. You've got to just get on and get down. So I'm a bit excited. Uh, I don't really know what to expect, but um, yeah, feeling a little bit sick and a bit excited, yeah. And the man with the sign says, si, si lasagna, si, <laughs> pronto. Yeah, lasagna, yeah. He's very handsome clearly didn't understand a word of what you just said. No, he's very handsome, though. He's very handsome. See, see. And he's looking around to see who else there is. And and sure enough, a, a couple of um, women turn up, an older woman and a younger woman. Um, and they say, uh, the older woman says, Oh, are you here for the course? You must be here for the course. We're so excited. Uh, my, my name is Barbara. This is, my, this is my daughter, Crystal. Are you American? Yeah, sure we are. Yeah. Oh! I've never met an American in real life before. <gasps> We're from Arizona. We... I don't know where that is, but I'm so excited to meet you. This is this is this is like being in a movie. This is magic, isn't it? Just and um, Crystal sort of smiles and says hi, and um, and you realise at that moment that um, that she's blind. You can tell by looking at her eyes; they have this sort of um, misty, misty look, and um, and she says, um, "You have a beautiful aura." Uh, what's what's that, dear? Oh, Crystal has uh, Crystal has second sight. Oh! Oh no! Oh no! Well, that's lovely. Is it like a a spirit aura? Is it like a your your spirit? Oh, not everyone has it as um as clearly and as beautiful as you do. Oh, thank you so much. What a lovely thing to say. I can tell you're you're a good person. I'm sorry you're so sad. Oh, oh, thank you. That's, oh dear, I feel uh, a bit emotional. Um, that's very kind. And at that moment, um, uh, a man turns up and he is. Uh, a man comes through, he's looking around. He's uh, diminutive, which means he's my height. He looks even shorter because he's wearing a, a wide brim black fedora hat. Uh, little dark sunglasses, little circular dark sunglasses and a long, almost floor-length black coat, and he's wearing black leather gloves and carrying a, um, a bag, like a big, chunky briefcase, um, and sort of has to sort of waddle, because it's obviously heavy. Um, what time of year is it? It's May. It is May 20th, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's sweating buckets. <laughs> he's sweating buckets. And just as he's coming, he sort of sees the sign and waves... Buongiorno, he says. Buongiorno, and then and then just as he does, a little girl in a red uh, hooded mac runs in front of him. And he goes, "Oh, <laughs> well, watch where you're going!" <laughs> goodness me, goodness me, running in the airports. Uh, Molto bene. Uh, you must be the man from the course. Is this the right place? Buonasera, he says. 
Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks around and he counts and he says, pronto, pronto. And he starts walking away and beckoning you. Oh, I think we've got to go with him. Beckoning you towards his cab. He sort of helps the ladies with the bags as much as he can, throws a few of them on a trolley. Right, Avanti. Oh, what, he? And um, takes you all to his cab, throws throws the bags in the back of the cab and... Um, well, careful with that. <laughs> wordlessly. Does he try and take my briefcase? No, he's uh, he's being the total gentleman to the ladies and completely ignoring you. <laughs> Good. Uh, and you all get in his his taxi and, um, and set off towards the city. Meanwhile, the train is just pulling into Bologna Central Station... And um, those on the train get a view of the the hillside with the famous Basilica di San Luca on it. You pull up and you can see, even from the train, the the sort of snaking portico that winds down from the hill into the city. And then you pull up in this big, relatively modern station just outside town and get off the train work your way through the station and, and outside right outside the station is a man holding a sign that says um, guest of Niccolo Fabri uh, hello uh, yes um, I think you're looking for me um, Sono Sono uh, Womo de um, Cucina uh, yes Ciao Ciao you must be um, Nicolas de Vere de Vere you're Nicolas Mr. Ciao yes that's my name yes I could tell you look like a Nicolas I'm Niccolo Nicolas Niccolo <laughs> oh, charmed, Niccolo. Oh, and thank you so much for coming. You're, ver- you're very handsome. How old are you, Niccolo? <laughs> very soon to be asking my age, but... Sorry, sorry. If I say I'm in my early 40s, is that enough for you? Goodness me, you must give me the name of your chiropractor and your dentist. Oh, you look fantastic as well. You Englishmen are always so proper dress. Look at your blazer. You look fantastic. Thank you. It is a little hot for a cravat, but I, th- I always do wear one. And these bell-bottom jeans, they're white, and that was a mistake, but we can, we can forget about that. Always carry a jacket, Niccolo. I see you have one there. You look tremendous. I'm so pleased you could make it. I know a lot of people... I know what the papers are saying about, um, about Italy and this, in this moment. You come in a difficult moment, but don't worry. It's all talk. It's, most of the time, it's completely safe here. You're going to have a wonderful time, believe me. Oh, I, I can't wait. Thank you so much. Are we waiting for um, just a couple? Here they are. I think these are them. And up walks a very attractive young couple, uh, maybe in their sort of late 20s. The man has, um, has a perm and a big moustache, and he wears a, a sort of Czech blazer. Kevin Keegan. And um, the woman with him has kind of wavy blonde hair. Both of them have perfect skin, perfect teeth, and they're smiling. And um, he says, you must be... Um, uh, don't don't tell me it's um, uh, Don and Julia, right? Mr. and Mrs. Benson. Welcome, welcome. This is everyone. You have more luggage? Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, you must be Niccolo. It's uh, great to be here. No, it's just these uh, just these bags. Was it Don and Julia? That's right, Don. Hello, I'm 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 Nicholas. It was very confusing. Oh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get that straight. Yeah, but I'm never Nick. I'm never Nick. Sure. Okay. I, I, I'm Don. Don. How charming. This is Julia. Good Lord. Where did you steal Julia from? Julia, what a pleasure to meet you. Oh, hello. Pleasure, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Can I just say that your skin is almost as perfect as your husband's? <laughs> what a charmer. You remind me of my old professor. 
Oh, I mean, I, I, I didn't mean to... Oh, did you, did, you, did you read where? Cambridge? Yes, actually, I did. Oh, how funny. I'm from Cambridge. My family. Oh, what a coincidence. You must tell me more. Don won't mind. He's terribly jealous already. I can tell that. But that's just because of Nicola. I'm going to have to do some more research. Come on, then. Who's taking my bag? I, I thrust my biggest bag into Don's hand and say, I'm an old man. Can't you tell? Of course. My pleasure, Nicholas. And I offer my arm to to Julia. Between you, you get the bags in the back of the car and, and Niccolo appears to be a, a, like a completely energetic, mercurial sort of character, begins chatting straight away about, enthusiastically about his city. And then he sort of goes quiet as the car sort of grinds to a halt and he winds down the window and you realise there's um, some sort of commotion or demonstration on the street that he was intending to go down. He mutters something in Italian, tuts, and says, Don't worry, it's just a small, it's a small, uh, it's a prima linea. Uh, we explain later, but it's a small demonstration. You don't need to worry about it. I, I take a different route round, and he does, and he turns and um, makes his way down another street. But you can see him sort of looking in this rearview mirror, and you, you, you hear a couple of sort of bangs that might be not bombs or anything or gunshots, but maybe bangers. And um, you realise there's quite a few sort of police running in that direction. Um, and he's sort of checking his watch. I lean over to Don and I say, probably P-38s. Oh, yeah, maybe. Mm, the pistols, you know. Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, lot of, lot of politics in this city at the moment. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yeah, so tell me about it. My, my editor loves it. Can't get enough. I mean, he's a total ass. Or what would you... I suppose you'd say ass, wouldn't you? Yes. I, well, yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> what do you do, Don? What do you do? Well... Wait, no, let me guess. Are you a ceramicist? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but, uh... Oh. It's, uh... Archaeology. Oh, really? And, uh... A bit of restoration work, yeah. But not specifically ceramics. Oh, how absolutely fascinating. Yeah, we've been touring around looking for a, looking for a place that we might be able to uh, do some work on, you know. Is that your line too, Julia, darling? Oh, no, I'm, I'm really just here for the ride. Oh, for the ride. Oh. <laughs> Somebody's got a P-38 in their pocket, eh, Dan? Eh? Sorry, Don. Apocalypse Players present Il Portico di San Luca A Call of Cthulhu Scenario by Dan Wheeler With Dominic Allen as Robert Hyde, retired chemist Joseph Chance as Nicholas Devere, theatre critic Perennial guest star Jeannie Spark as Sharon Clifford, widowed housewife And Dan Wheeler as your keeper of arcane lore Part 1 
don't cook now. Anyway, he drives on and pulls up at the house. The car pulls up kind of round the back of this house. And you all get out and he says, um, I, I, I'll just be back. I need to park just around the corner. And he, he drives off. And um, you have just sort of a minute standing outside, really, before he returns. Cigarette? I light cigarette flamboyantly. <laughs> I've got silver fox hair. Slightly too long at the back. <laughs> um, uh, long, lean. I do a lot of swimming and a lot of yoga. He makes his way back and he, um, he says, please come in, come in. And he, he lets you into the sort of lobby of his house. And you'd seen some pictures in the brochure of, of your rooms and you could tell it was going to be quite, you know, luxurious and commodious. But the downstairs actually is, is a bit run down. Have I used the wrong word? Are you sniggering because I used the wrong word or because you spilt drink? No, because I've, I've got a drinking problem. And I just, <laughs> I just threw the end of my martini on me. Ole! <laughs> oh no, that's Spanish. Oh no. I got excited. I'm in Italy. It's like being on holiday, guys. I love it. <laughs> uh, I should tell you what time it is. It's, it's sort of early evening. Mm. And he says, um, please, please, let me show you to your rooms and then come down and make you a, a, a spritz or a, a glass of wine or whatever you would like. He takes you up and he, he shows you to your rooms and you all have rooms on the top floor. And he says, downstairs, I, I live downstairs. Uh, my mother is downstairs as well. We may not see her tonight. She uh, um, hasn't been very well. Uh, but um, she should be okay. You maybe see her tomorrow. But please m- make yourself at home, and uh, maybe you could all maybe you could all just roll me a roll me a d six to see which runes you get, and I'll just sort of allocate them. Three for Sharon. Six. Oh, there seems to be some kind of mix-up. I'm in three two. <laughs> oh, are we sharing? Who's got highest? Who's got the highest luck out of you two? I think actually me, technically. I think I'm on a fifty. Uh, you were a bit unlucky with your luck. I'm sorry. I, I... forty-five. Forty-five. Not as unlucky as me. Oh really? Oh god. Okay. <laughs> Fine. So um, Robert Hyde has given uh, the room overlooking the uh, Piazza di San Stefano, mm. which is this lovely old piazza. Um, it's not sort of a major busy square. Uh, one of the buildings that looks onto it is one of the oldest churches in the whole of Bologna, and, and it looks it. Hmm. <clears throat> it's a, a really lovely view. And then oh, just sort of across from your window, you have uh, like a, a colonnade or a, a portico um, with a few little cafes. You can see people just setting up for dinner, but it's far enough across. It's a wide enough piazza that you don't imagine that that noise will disturb you. Nicholas, you have a you have a room just sort of on the on the corner, and from your window, just in the distance, you can see the two towers, the famous Due Due Torre of Bologna, uh, which are both leaning. One which is the shorter of which is leaning quite alarmingly towards the taller one, and you can see across the, across the rooftops, and you have a just a little view of the um, the Basilica di San Petronio, which is the biggest church in Bologna. So you've got a lovely view. Sharon, your room is fine. You have a, a little window overlooking the street. Okay. But it's sort of, um, it's kind of closer to the stairs. It's not, a, it's not a stunning view, but it's still a very lovely room. All these rooms. It's cosy. It's cosy. It is a bit cosier than the other two. Yeah. I, I wouldn't like looking out over a big, a big square like that. I feel a bit 
a bit overlooked. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a bit too much. It's nice to have a little, a little place of your own that you can come back to and have a recharge at the end of the day. Mm. So I should have said by this point the taxi's turned up and um, and and Robert has arrived. But I think you haven't bumped into each other because you've all been making yourselves at home in your in your rooms. And then the other your other four guests who are there with you, Don and Julie, obviously are, are sharing a room. Barbara and Crystal are sharing a room. So there are five guest rooms altogether. And then uh, one by one, you make your way down downstairs for an aperitif before dinner, which is about to be served. Who's quick downstairs? Who's going to be down first? Um, probably me. <laughs> Great. I think I come down to smoke. Mm. Um, and so I start just smoking in the uh, in the kitchen <laughs> at the table wherever the table is you find uh, you find and you find Niccolo there there is a there is a kitchen and then there's like a sort of big open kind of like a an internal courtyard really oh lovely where there's a where there's a dining table oh yeah mm. and Niccolo says oh welcome you must have been Robert Yes, that's right. Yes, Robert. Yes, hello. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, you must be Niccolo. Niccolo, that's right. Love. It's oh, it's my pleasure to have you with me. It's uh, such a privilege to have such wonderful people. I, I especially like it. I have to say, don't tell <laughs> too many people, but I love it. I love having British people here. Oh well, America, Americans are often very brash, and um, they don't really they're keen to learn. You know. But they don't really have the taste that the British have. Oh, yeah, they're allowed people. They're big flavours, big buildings. They're absolutely, and don't get me wrong, I like them very much, but for this cookery course, I particularly enjoy teaching English. Oh, I can imagine, I can imagine. Anyway, what, what would you like to drink? I've had an American pasta dish before. Oh. And though it was, it was strong flavours, yes, but none of the... Um, Delicateness that I imagine we're going to experience this week. <laughs> well, we have the, their delicate flavors, but also some very robust flavors as well. I'm really looking forward to what well, tonight I will share with you my uh, family recipe, and then tomorrow we will learn how to cook it. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Molto bene. <laughs> very good. You speak Italian? No, not really. Um, I've learned Bongiorno, Molto bene, and um, Avanti. I know that one as well. Right. To go, right? Is that let's go? Mm. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, but well, well, your English is very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> very convincing. Welcome. Well, can I, may I get you a drink? Oh, yes, please. I would... Campari soda? Or... Oh, well, uh, unless you've got something something dark and red, strong and red. <laughs> no. Like I like my women. <laughs> Communist. Of course, I, I uh, could get you a... Um... You mean a glass of wine, I assume. Ah, see, see. There's another one. There you are. You never know when someone asks for a glass of something dark and red. Uh, well, I'm not a vampire. Mm. <laughs> We've all been reading our horror fiction, clearly. Well, I may be dressed like one, but yes, no, I, I just have, um, I have a very delicate, um, a very delicate uh, skin condition. Oh, I so I just, I, I think it's best to wrap up. I know it's, it's warm, but, uh, you know, you can't be too careful. No, I get you a glass of something very nice. Oh, thank you. He opens a bottle and pours you a glass of lovely red wine. Oh, this is lovely. <laughs> Charming. By this point, I think Don and Julia are down. Hi, Don. Pleased to meet you. Oh, my pleasure. Robert Hyde, hello. 
This is uh, this is my wife, Julia. Julia, charmed, I'm sure. Hello. Oh, you're English. Uh, yes, I am. Yes. So, what's the story there? Oh, it's a long story. Maybe, maybe we can, um, maybe, maybe we can tell you over the next couple of days. Well, a week. We're all going to be here for a week, aren't we? How exciting! Yes. Yes, I'm sure we'll get to know an awful lot about each other. Be sick of each other by the end. <laughs> Who makes their way downstairs next? I'm telling you, this is a bloody awful book. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I was reading this, picked it up in the airport. Stephen King, King, King. Awful, awful, absolutely gripping. Can't put it down. What's it about? 180 pages in. It's called Shining. Shining, The Shining. Brand new. Lovely. Rubbish, complete rubbish. Unputdownable. Hello, I'm um, Nicholas. We met, didn't we? Gosh, these two are so lovely looking, aren't they? <laughs> Very nice. Too kind. Youth. Wasted on the young. Wasted. Um, Devere, Mr. Devere, uh, you are... And I, I extend my long hand to the diminutive gentleman. I take it in my gloved hand and say, uh, Robert Hyde, uh, pleasure to meet you. Yes, uh, you can call me Bob, mm. if you like, or Rob. Bob, lovely to meet you. Never call me Nick. Not if you don't want to um, get on the wrong side of me. OK, Nicky. Sharon arrives downstairs maybe at this moment. Oh, hello. Am I in the right place? Mm. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember you. You Yes. Oh, hello. Sharon. Sharon. Yes. Sharon Clifford, correct. May I call you Sharon or Mrs Clifford? I... Oh, no, please call me Sharon. Please do. That's that's quite all right. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here. I cannot tell you how, how pleased I am to have all of you. It's so exciting. We've been running this course for not very long now and... Um, it's been a real success, but it would just get you to the point where... Anyway, I'm talking too much. Come through, come through. We can... I think we will... We will start. With the, the others can join us when they're ready. Right, OK. And um, he sort of um, leads you to your seats around the table and says, let me bring some something for you to um, to snack on before I, before I bring the pasta. And he sort of rustles off into the, the kitchen and you sit down around the table. And would you mind if... Um, uh, Jeannie and Dom, could you just pop your headphones off for a second? Yes. Yes. So, Nicholas, when uh, when Robert shook your hand, mm. he was very, very familiar. Mm. You can't place him, but you know you, you've met him somewhere before, but he appeared not to know you. I never forget a face. No. Names, yes, a lot, but um, I do have a notebook full of names. Hmm. So I might get my notebook out surreptitiously. Sure. But I think also, if it's all right with you, there's also been a moment as Sharon has entered the room where I've I've been... I think maybe I was still pumping his hand as that was happening and thinking, hmm. do I know you? Have I met you? And it was enough to sort of separate me slightly from this world into a slightly more susceptible world for something strange and numinous. Hmm. And as Sharon walked in... I felt a connectivity between the three of us. Interesting. That I can't explain. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps it's connected, but I definitely don't know her. She's totally new to me. Yeah. But him, he's a curious... Is it, do, do I get to sort of rack my brains for an idea check, or do I... I think maybe you, maybe you are doing that at this moment, when I get them to put their headphones back on, and maybe you are racking your brains, mm. and then maybe we'll have another little... As we're sort of going through to the room, maybe, for dinner. Yeah, yeah and we'll have another little check-in in a minute, perhaps. No, lovely, lovely. Great, so you're all sort of sat there, and um, Niccolo comes back out with uh, a, a plate of lovely cold meats and some cheese, 
and a little salad. And he says, please, antipasti. I'm sure you know a lot about Italian cooking already. I don't... Uh, forgive me. Is that provolone? <laughs> no, it's not provolone, but uh, it's... I'm sure you know a lot, but this is how we always begin a meal with this antipasti. So enjoy. Eat what you want. Don't eat too much because we will have a pasta course. Sometimes we have a meat course. Again, I'm talking too much. I'm so excited to see you all. Please um, enjoy, enjoy. I, I'll be back in the kitchen. I, I need to work on the pasta. And he, he, he rustles out again, leaving you with this lovely meal and um and the the other couple come downstairs at this point barbara and crystal so barbara is a a, a woman in her maybe maybe in her 50s early 50s she's sort of quite like um well dressed she's not sort of glamorous but she's quite um she's quite prim and then crystal is she looks like she's probably about 18 She's, you can tell from her eyes and by the way she moves that, um, that she's blind. And she has a, a sort of very peaceful kind of air to her. She seems, from what you can tell, like a, a very sweet girl. Did you say 18? Uh, she looks to be around 18, yeah. Um, let me just skip this strange song. <laughs> I mean, I was quite enjoying that. Me too. It was quite trippy. It was good. Mm-hmm. The eighteen-year-old blind crystal arriving. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it obvious on that on that point? Is it obvious that they're together? Because I I hadn't met them, had I? So no. Uh, I think it is. I think Barbara is helping Crystal. You know, not in a fussy way. Yeah. But just sort of telling her to watch. You know, watch a step on the floor and showing her to her seat. But the relationship isn't isn't one hundred percent clear to me. They could be lovers. They could be mother and daughter. They could be. I think it looks. I think you would make an uh, almost immediate assumption that they're mother and daughter. Right, right. Yeah. Obviously, because, you know, I work in theatre, you know, so... So you never know. You know, I'm not, I'm not phased in the least by any, any such uh, combination. You'll have met stage managers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it is. It's funny. It's Dominic. He's just filthily funny sometimes. I, I don't understand. You two are just in time. Nicolo just brought out this wonderful spread of antipasto. I... Come and sit down, come and sit down. Oh, my dear, what a beautiful accent. Uh, my name is Barbara. Yes, we met at the train station. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> Forgive me, I have terrible memory. <laughs> I think the only person that I've not met here is this this gentleman. Hello. Well, I've not met you, Barbara, and I've not met you, madam. Hello, I'm Sharon. Nice to meet you. <sighs> Hello, Sharon. I'm Nicholas Devere. Hello. And Barbara charmed i'm sure and your um companion for the evening crystal my name is crystal crystal hello crystal oh oh your poor little dog what my eyes go wide my my hand flicks to my chest to the point where my cravat pin is oh you've you've gone very pale nicholas oh no crystal not now not now we're we're all here we're all here to just but if not now, when? Sorry, what was that? A dog? Maybe later. What's going on? Do you know each other? His dog. What about his dog? You lost your dog. Tonto. Oh. He's so happy. Do you... I can see him wagging his tail right now. What? <laughs> I, I think you should sit down, Mr. Devere. You're looking very pale. And she pulls a chair out and she sort of helps him down into the chair. I yield completely to Sharon's ministrations. Sorry, excuse me. Excuse me, sorry. I'm a bit confused. Do you know each other? Oh, we've never met before. What? 
Barbara says, oh, no, so sorry. Crystal, I told you, it's not, not so soon. Uh, Crystal has second sight. I immediately stand up, knocking my chair backwards as I stand up, and I go, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, please, I need to just... Uh, sorry, I just suddenly need the toilet. I'm very old. <laughs> and, I, and I rush into the house. <laughs> and I say to Nicola, did you have a lavatory? Oh, um, the, the nicest one is um, upstairs near your room, but if you're really desperate, you can use um, the family one down here, but... No, upstairs is fine, upstairs is fine. And, and I run up the stairs, <laughs> belying my 67 years of age. <laughs> Dear, that was a bit... Um... Oh, Crystal, you've really upset the man. No, 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 no. It's, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's nothing to do with that. But you've not upset me, and I'm, I'm sure that gentleman isn't really... Oh, my word, my dear girl, darling, you're very impressive. And I'm not tracing any any sense of an act or sensing any trace of an act either. Goodness me, my language has failed me. What would what Mahoney say at the scoop? An act? Of course it's not an act. Why would you think Crystal would put on an act? No, no, I'm sorry, I work in show business here. And I reach into... It's the first thing that I've done in the last two minutes that has been in any way controlled. But I reach into my pocket and I take out a card. <laughs> And I, <laughs> I give it to Sharon. <laughs> and then I take another one out and I give it to uh, Crystal. Um, Barbara reaches out. And then I take it out of Crystal's hand. And I, give it to I was going to say, Barbara <laughs> reaches, takes it from Crystal's hand, <laughs> rips it in half and puts it in her pocket. Oh. And says, I'm sure, thank you very much, Mr. Devere, but that's not the kind of thing that... Crystal has a gift. It's, um... Oh, no, I don't mean... I didn't mean like that. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Why don't I, um, why don't I buy us some, something sparkling to, to make this all feel a little brighter? And, and that poor gentleman, Mr. What was it? Mr. Hyde. I've, oh, Mr. Hyde. Oh, well, gosh, that's a, a that's a divinity in his name, isn't there? He's hiding away. <laughs> how, how terrible. I, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I, I think we should all just we should all sit down and enjoy this lovely food. You know, we we've we've not got off to the best start, but let's start again. Let's have some food. We'll feel better when we have something to eat and we'll start again. I think that's an excellent idea, Mrs. Clifford. Thank you so much. Mrs. Clifford, yes, Mrs. Clifford. Oh, you can call me Sharon, that's fine. Please call me Sharon. <laughs> Don says, Yeah, I think uh, I think we could all just call it, chill out and um I'm sure, I'm sure there's been a bit of a misunderstanding. I think a lot of this is over my head. Uh, but um, I think uh, 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 maybe, maybe, a, maybe a toast to, to our host. Hey, um, Niccolo, Mr. Fabry. And um, Niccolo comes out of the kitchen and says, uh, yes? He says, we, we, we'd like, um, like you to join us for a drink. Just uh, raise a glass to say thank you for having us here in your, your beautiful home. We're really, I think we're all... Really thrilled to be here, excited to um, learn from you. Already I can tell that the, the food is going to be fantastic. This sausage is absolutely wonderful. Oh, yes, that is that is one of the best, yes. Mm. Mm. It's my favourite too. Mm. It's lovely, it's very spicy, isn't it? You don't get it spicy like that in Stevenage, I can tell you that for free. Stevenage, this sounds like a very exotic location you're from. <laughs> well, um... I'm not sure if exotic is the right word, <laughs> but we are quite forward thinking mm. <laughs> and 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 quite uh, out there, 
I suppose you'd say. Um, but yeah, you certainly wouldn't get anything like this in the butchers in the old town. I'll tell you that for, for nothing at all. No, <laughs> but you have an old town. That's that's nice. We have we are right here in the heart of the old town. Don't you feel that the old town of a city is um, it is something that is really worth preserving? This is something that, thankfully, our local communist government have worked very very hard at. They're not perfect. Of course, you know, no government is, but uh, they they have tried so hard to preserve this city for all the people of Bologna. Not, forgive me, but for the tourists, you know. People will always live. Bolognians will always live in this centro storico. Gosh, really, I didn't know that, I didn't know that communists were very interested in, in, in architecture and preserving. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's fascinating. That's wonderful. Yes, I mean, we could spend all night talking about politics and perhaps, oh, perhaps no. we should not no, on the first no. night. I know what do you English say, never talk about, what is it, politics or religion? <laughs> yes, well, quite. Yes, they're the two. Maybe night two we have that discussion, but no, there's a lot going on in the city and the, the, um, the government are working very hard to preserve these buildings. This is why, of course, that I, I still live here in my family home, but I'm able to work on it and... Um, try to develop it as much as I can to make it a, make it a business without changing it too much. Uh, my mother has been uh, helping me, but uh, I should... How is she feeling? Forgive me, I should, I should really go and check on her. She is... Yes. She hasn't been well, but... Oh. Give me a moment, I just... Well, I think I should go and check on Mr. Hyde as well, so... Yes, could you? Um, I feel like uh, I've made, I put my foot in it there. It's unlike me, and I'm so sorry, ladies, gentlemen, and and um, maestro. Is that what do we call you, Mister Fabry? No, please, just Niccolo. Niccolo, then, and Niccolo. I'll go and check to see if Mister Hyde. I, I feel like I've upset him with my um, revelation, and um, I should thank you, Sharon. I'm sure you'll. Keep everybody happy here. Mrs. Clifford. Do you, does she still wear a wedding ring out of interest? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Is Robert um, still in the bathroom or is he sort of making his way back down by this point? So at this moment, we cut to Robert wiping sick and bile out of his moustache. Oh, dear. And running at the tap, mm. washing his, thrashing his face. And with shaking hands, he reaches into his pocket and takes out a couple of Valiums. Swallows them down. <laughs> oh. Oh. <sighs> Valium count two. <laughs> and I look at myself in the mirror and I say, put yourself together. Put yourself together. It's, it's not real, you know, it's not real. It's not real. She's got lucky guessing a dog. She probably, probably smelt it on him or something. They have tricks, these people. They know, they know it's not, it's not magic. It's just, it's just... It's just attention to detail or something like that. <laughs> they, they probably mentioned a dog earlier to someone else and they overheard it or something. It can all easily be explained. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Uh, and I retch a couple more times and I go, okay, 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 okay. Yes, 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 all right, all right, you made your point. I'll go easy on the booze. <laughs> God, you're a, you're a difficult travelling partner, I'll tell you that. And then I, and then I, I start walking downstairs. Um, so I probably run into Nicholas as as you're stepping through the door. I'm there. I'm looking white as a sheet underneath all my 
accoutrements. I wonder if you see me. I, I imagine there's a sort of little window on the stairwell in those kind of slightly eclectic old buildings like they have sort of windows in odd places not like a big one just it's like a tiny mm. and I'm and I'm looking through it down at the ground desperate to see if there are any dogs are there any <laughs> say that again you're looking to see if there are any dogs I was just checking something <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm on the stairs yeah I'm, I'm on the stairs and he's and he's found me sort of really craning my long weird long neck <laughs> my slightly too long hair at the back uh, to see if there's any dogs on the on the street outside. Dan was checking his dog location map. Checking my dog location map. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. I mean... <laughs> Just trying to work out which side of the building you're on to see whether there are any dogs outside. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think at this moment, no. No. There are no dogs on the street outside. He didn't even roll on the random dog table. Uh, he didn't roll on the random dog table. <laughs> Random dog table. The uh, sino couldn't find my D eight. The the the, the sino D eight. Sinograph. Uh, sinograph. Um, uh, but so so I sort of and you could catch me and I I look a bit guilty as a result. And I go, oh oh I'm sorry. Oh I'm so sorry about what happened. No no I'm sorry. I was just um. No 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 my fault entirely. I... No I'm sorry. No 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 I'm more sorry. Of course of course you are. But you did nothing wrong. You did nothing. I'm sorry that you're so sorry. Oh quite all right, dear boy, dear boy, dear heart. Uh, oh, dear man, well... How are the ladies? I'm so... I must apologise. And I step... Perhaps we should return to them. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, après vous. Uh, uh, my grazie. And I sort of do a weird half-tango around him. <laughs> and then I start to go down in front of him, if you pardon the expression. <laughs> Gosh. Different kind of show. As we get into the back into the little courtyard, I say, uh, oh, I must apologise for my... Um, uh, rapid exit there. I have a, I have a bit of a, a bit of a, um, a, a medical condition, and sometimes it it, it strikes very suddenly. I, I must apologise. Sudden sudden call of nature, but I'm fine, and I do apologise for any any uh, consternation or upset I may have caused there. That was not my intention. Uh, please, please do forgive me. Uh, terribly sorry. And you make your way back down and sort of arrive back at the table just as. Um... Niccolo is uh, clearing away the, the antipasto and the plates. I pour myself another big glass of wine. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Try this anchovy one. Try this anchovy one. It's absolutely marvellous. <laughs> Salty. And he says, um, the, uh, the pasta is ready. I bring it out. I bring it out right now. And uh, he, as he goes in, you sort of, Nicholas, you give Robert one last look to check that Check that he's 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 okay. Yeah. And could could you give me an idea roll, Nicholas? Yes, I'd like that <laughs> very much. Oh, it's really bad. It's a ninety-two to open, guys. Ouch! It's not a fumble, but it's. How's that on your education? What would how would it be as a no roll? It's uh, it's a fail by uh, eight. Oh, okay. No, it's not worth... It's probably not worth spending your... Well, my 84 education. An unlikely gain in education, I found. But it should really... It should really have been a no-roll. That's my bad. It should really have been a no-roll anyway, so... Push it. Well, 75 intelligence, so it wasn't that far off, but 92... I'm not... Push it. Um, it, it's, it's tempting to push it, isn't it? Uh, is this... Is it passive, or...? Uh, uh, it's kind of passive uh, at this stage, at this stage. Yeah, thank you. But I think the thing we were talking about, maybe now you really are... Cogs are, cogs are turning. Yeah, I mean, I think on the, all that stuff on the stairs, 
Mm. Thinking, mm, yeah, I've got to keep my eye on this guy. I, there's something here. There's something here, and I can't place it. Yeah. Anyway, Niccolo comes out with a with a, a big steaming pot of pasta, and he says, "Tagliatelle al ragù." This, this is the dish of Bologna. Ooh. And he sort of he's got this big broad smile as he starts dishing it out onto everyone's plate. Hmm. He says, this is a very old family. My mother, by the way, she, I checked on her. She's, she will be okay. I, I think maybe we see her in the morning, but... Oh, good, good. She's just not feeling quite herself tonight. But this is an old family recipe that she passed to me, that was passed to her, her by her mother. And Anyway, I, I really hope you enjoy. Parmigiano as well. Parmesan is here as much as you like. And he dishes it all out into your bowls. And... Presumably you tuck in. Mm. Oh. Am I right in thinking you, you put milk in it, don't you? <laughs> this is for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, right, yes, yeah, right. Oh, yes, we're going to cook it tomorrow, aren't we? Yes, tomorrow I will teach you how to teach. Yes. To cook this meal. We make we make it a pasta and the sauce. Oh, goodness. Oh, my word. But, but yes, since you ask, yes, we, we do put milk into it. There's milk in it. How marvellous, how marvellous. Incredible, isn't it? Lots of different recipes for ragu, but this is the classic Bolognese recipe. And, and, and this is how you will call spaghetti Bolognese, right? That's what you have. Yes, yes, we do, yes. Yes, but it doesn't smell like this, it doesn't look like this. No, this is absolutely... I've never tasted anything like this. It's extraordinary. It's it's wonderful. No, well, for a start, and he's he's looks so pleased with himself as you're in, enjoying. <laughs> That's why he likes the English. <laughs> Almost hasn't touched his. And he says, for a start, you, you would have called it spaghetti bolognese. We've never ever served a ragu with a spaghetti. It's for a, a spaghetti for a different type of sauce, normally a. Uh, like maybe an egg sauce that clings tightly to the oh. to the ribbons, but uh, with a with a ragu, you want a thicker pasta like a tagliatelle or um, a pappardelle or oh, lovely anything like that. And of course, we use it in a lasagna as well. It's the same. Well, there are different ragu recipes naturally, but it, it, it is the same base. And um, different meats go into it. And um, well, we do we do the recipe tomorrow. You you would really enjoy it. What do you think? Do you do you all enjoy it? Mm. Very much. It's wonderful. Mm, it's exquisite. Oh, it's delicious. Uh, I've taken a notepad out and I'm making uh, notes quite quite casually, but um, it's a definite thing. Uh, and I'm using a very expensive pen. Mm. Mm. I'm looking. I can't take my eyes off Don because he's so extraordinarily handsome. He is. Yeah. And I, even eating with a mouthful of ragu and tomato sauce sort of on his mouth and on his chin... He's got the whitest, straightest teeth I've ever seen. He does. And you, you look over and you realise that... Um, Americans. Crystal and Julia somehow ended up sort of holding hands. And mm. Crystal speaking to Julia very intensely, but, mm. but seemingly kindly. And Barbara's kind of watching over. And Don is looking at Julia with hungry eyes. Mm. But in a, in a good way, you know, you can tell this couple are very much in love and their relationship is, by the way he's looking at her and eating his pasta, you think there's quite a lot of passion in that relationship. <laughs> it's the 70s, guys, it's the 70s. Anyway, but they're sort of occupied. That's before. disgusting. That is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of occupied and leaving. Don't find that in Stevenage. 
leaving you, <laughs> leaving you three um, to talk to Niccolo if you want. And he says, um, tell me, what, why, why, what brings you to Bologna? Why did you choose, um, why did you choose my course? I'd like to know, you know, how, how I can sell it. Well, I haven't been to Bologna since the war, you see. And I, I thought, you know, I might not get any, many more opportunities. And it seems a shame to have all my memories of Italy be that business. So I thought, well, why not pop over? I know things are a bit tough right now, but, uh, well, here I am. And uh, like I say, it's... It's already an improvement. <laughs> yes. Listen, if you don't mind, I hate to say this, but would you mind not mentioning the war in front of my mother? Oh, understandable. Understandable. Oh, yes, of course. She was, um, you know how sometimes the older generation are. She was... Fascist, was she? <sighs> he sighs and he says, he, he says, she was for Mussolini. Oh, well, oh. lots of people were. I mean, he won an election. Lots of people were. Yes, yeah. Exactly, but this is not my politics. And there's a reason I got the plane here and not the train. <laughs> Can't rely on them these days, you know. No, no, the trains are... The tra tell, tell me, you, 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 you two... Uh, no, no, you did not get the train, did you? No, I took the plane. I was on the plane as well. Nicholas, what did you make of the train? I don't like to fly, but... More of a joke, but... No, I, the train was... But it's such a delight. Well, well, we were a little delayed. Yes, we were a little delayed at the border. Yes, I, I, I believe there were some... Um... There were some security checks at Milan, obviously, and, and one can't question that. There's been qu quite a lot of activism in Milan. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. Uh, I can only apologize. I think No, no, I don't think you should. It's all part of it's all part of the process, isn't it? I mean, we'd be naive to think it wasn't. Hmm. What we are trying to do in Italy today, for some people it can never go fast enough. That's the problem. You understand, you are all if you excuse me, mature, intelligent people. You understand sometimes the pace of change cannot be as fast as you have to bring people with. So listen. I've done you a favour here by cutting out a very long, boring conversation, which is not relevant to the plot. But I know what you're like. If you must hear it, it will be included at the end of the episode. Well, don't go and see a play here, Don. You'll be exhausted. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not planning on it. I think I'm going to spend more time looking at um, the architecture. Oh, yes, I'd like, to, I'd like to know a few of your recommendations. Mm, mm. Oh, well, uh, there's, uh, there's plenty of... Plenty of churches in Bologna, if that's uh, that's your kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I do love a good church. Churches are excellent. Yes. Sorry, Sharon. What were you going to say, Sharon? Well, it's, it's just sounds fascinating. There's there's so much culture here, and I'm just I'm just very excited to be here and 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 to spend the time in the kitchen with Nicolo and all of you, and then to take some time and be in the city as well. Is well, yes. I should talk a little bit about the um, the schedule for the week. If yes, yeah, if that's all right. And he um, he sort of gets the attention of the people who are not immediately part of the conversation. So, so tomorrow morning, get up when you're ready, have a coffee, have breakfast, and then we will start the lesson at around um, ten o'clock if that suits. But I can I can work with uh, whatever works with you, and we may be in the kitchen for three hours. And then the afternoon is your own. Marvellous. Very good. I can recommend places to go. I have a lot of my favourite places in Bologna, but perhaps you have reasons to be here and you want to uh, look at particular museums or churches, uh, whatever you choose. And uh, maybe I come with you if I'm not busy, but I will have to clean up, especially depending on how my mother is feeling. 
And then we will do that process throughout the week. Uh, the morning will be for the lesson. I don't like to call it the lesson. It's really a sharing, I suppose. The experience. The experience. Thank you, Alice. Yes, that's a very good word. Just that's the word. Very good, very good word to describe. Mm. And then the afternoon will be, well, your different experience. The experience that you bring yourself from exploring my beautiful city. And, of course, you are here during the... Um, Festa della Sensa, the, the Feast of the Ascension. You, this was, you knew this or? No, what's that? So, yesterday, Thursday was um, Ascension Day. Oh, yes. I think it's in a lot of, right? I think yes. in most yes. countries, Ascension Day is a day in the six weeks after Easter, I believe. I think it's on my calendar at home. I just didn't know what it was. Oh, right. Yes. And, um, but in Italy, we celebrate on the Sunday. So, on the Thursday, on Ascension Day, they bring the, the idol of um, the, the Madonna and Child down from the uh, Sanctuario, from the Basilica of San Luca, bring it all the way down the portico on foot. All the religious orders of the city join the procession and, and, and members of the public. And then the for uh, three days, the idol sits in the cathedral, in the cathedral in, in Bologna, before on Sunday, there is a big feast, a festival, and then the uh, the Madonna and Child makes its way back up the portico to San Luca again. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So you might want to see the. It saves you the visit. This is a great thing. You can see the 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 idol without having to trek up the portico all the way to San Luca because it is in the cathedral. Ah. Uh, so you can see that if you want to on Sunday night, you might want to even see the procession or take part in the procession. Normally, I would say, actually, visiting the portico is a lovely thing to do. Uh, but as I say, this weekend, you will get there and no one will be at the Basilica and the, the idol is down here in town. Of course, it looks like a serpent, doesn't it? Excuse me? The portico. Oh, yes, yes, it's, it, it curves. Um, yes, like a snake. It's confusing, you see, because, of course, in English, it sounds like it's going to be a doorway. But it's a covered walkway, is that correct? Do I have this right? That's right. Well, we have uh, hundreds of kilometers of porticos, uh, colonnades, you can call them, um, going through the city. But the longest one in, in the world is, is we have here. It's four, four kilometers all the way up to the Basilica. Good gracious. What's that in miles? Oh, miles. Oh, yes, an excellent question, Sharon. Two, two, two and a half? Couple of miles, yeah. Two and a half miles? As much yes, as 666 that? arches <gasps> all the way up. 666. Very convenient if it rains. Did you... Yes, well, exactly. 666? Yes. Well, I, I raised my eyebrows. Oh, <laughs> you're superstitious. The numbers, numbers are very important to us, you know. We, we are not, we're not all a religious people anymore, but... Maybe perhaps the superstitious people and numbers are important. <laughs> yes. Mm. And you say it's like a serpent. 666. I understand. You say. What, why, is, why is 666 special? The number of the beast? What beast? The devil. The number of the devil? Mm, yes, as it happens. Oh, goodness me. Just a coincidence, Sharon. Have some more wine. Yes, sir. I think I will. And I lean, I lean over and I pour some wine into her glass. Hmm. Anyway, I, I am going to have an early night because I need to do a bit of prep in the morning. Um, and, but please, by all means, um, uh, I, I, I should make sure you all have a key. 
and he fetches a bunch of keys and gives you all a key to the main door and says, if you want to go out tonight, then you're welcome to, but perhaps you want to have a quiet night tonight. Um, you've had a long day of traveling and I see you all bright and early in the morning. I was going to ask if you recommended something. Um, could we, could we sit on that balcony there and, and look at the wonderful view? Is that, is that all right? Ah, uh, of course. The, the, I think each of your rooms has a balcony or... Or even better, yes. But if you want to sit out here or we have a, there's a little, you could sit out the front and basically sort of indicates that the way you came in sort of goes onto the street and it's kind of like the back door. And then the front door opens onto the piazza mm. and he has a little, uh, a, like a little terrace out the front. He says, you're welcome to sit out there or... Oh, wonderful. Anyway, welcome to my home. I'm very pleased to have, just to, um, I will talk a bit about the history of the house tomorrow because it's, this is another special thing to me and I know I'm talking too much, but upstairs we have already refurbished, restored, uh, your rooms, the bathroom upstairs. Very nice. Hopefully you find them very comfortable down here. There's a lot of work to do. So maybe don't, don't look around too much downstairs, mainly because I'm embarrassed that it's a bit of a mess. Uh, it won't be. In a few years, this will all be as beautiful as upstairs, but we, we are still uncovering things in the house and no, no, no. looking into the cellars and finding out what secrets the old home holds. And marvellous. Wonderful. But I, I, I will say goodnight now. And he, he does, he sort of takes his leave. Buona sera. Kisses the lady's hands and buona sera. And uh, makes his way. Uh, he, in, sort of, he doesn't go upstairs. His, his room is sort of through a corridor around the back on the, in, in downstairs. I lean, I lean over to Robert and I say, I think Bona Notte is good night, but I think I'd, maybe you only say that to children or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they all speak English, really? No, of course, of course. <laughs> Thank God. I say, Don, uh, yeah. you, you say it architecture. Mm. Uh, do you have a decent map? Uh, sure, well, of, of the city? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I do. Um, you want to see it now? I can... Oh, not right now. I just wondered if you had a good one. Uh, if I could t- take a look at it at some point, that would be very helpful for me. Of course, I'll, I'll, bring, it, I'll bring it down to breakfast tomorrow. Fantastic. I definitely take recommendations on maps. Sharon, do you have one? <laughs> I don't have one, no. I was... No, I'm, I'm terribly disorganised about that sort of thing. I was hoping there might be one here, but um, yes, I, I'd be very grateful for any, any kind of map or information. That would be, that would be very helpful. Uh, Barbara says, I think there's a, a tourist office. I understood that we should all go to the tourist office first thing tomorrow, and they'll be able to give us all the information. This Niccolo guy seems really nice. <laughs> but I think if we want the proper uh, proper tour guide, maybe we should get a guide. We could all have a tour and see the proper sites, the, the way it should be shown, not just some guy who happens to live here who knows a bit about the city. Maybe we should all have a formal tour. I might go there and get a map anyway, but I think Crystal and I are going to uh, call it a night. It's been a long day for us, long flight. So, um, pleasure to meet you all. Where were you flying from? Arizona. Arizona? Well, 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 well. Whereabouts is that? Is that in the, in the middle? Or is it on, a, on the, the coast either side? Do you know... The thing about us Americans is we don't even understand the geography of our own country. <laughs> oh! 
<laughs> I can't tell you exactly, except that it's roughly in the middle. Okay. It's sort of on the left at the bottom. Either side of the Grand Canyon. That's right. Very good. Wow. Gosh, the Grand Canyon. That's very exciting. Very dry, Arizona. Yes. And um, and and they sort of get up, and and she says, "Come on, Crystal, let's uh, let's turn in." And Crystal turns to you, Nicholas, one more time, and says, "Honestly, your dog, he looks so happy, wagging his tail. You don't have to be so sad." Oh, oh, thank you, my dear. Thank, thank you so much. It, it does mean the world to me. I'm sorry, I was. I'm sorry, I think my face might have been sneering earlier. Sorry. And I, I think if anyone had been looking at me, I was sneering when Barbara was talking. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, this, when this happens, my, anyone who's paying attention, I will, I, I'm looking down and, and gripping the edge of the table. My knuckles have gone white. Uh, Sandra does clock that. Sharon, sorry, Sharon does clock that. Oh, Sandra! I don't, don't know. Hey, hang on a second. She's given us. She's given a secret name away. <laughs> Barbara and Crystal sort of make their way upstairs, and Don takes Julia's hand and gives her a look and says, uh, "I think we're gonna we're gonna turn in as well." <laughs> Been a hard day. Quite right. Yes, yes. Long day. Lots of. Lots of wonderful churches to look at. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get that recommendation from you, Don. Sure. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, we'll look over that map in the morning. He says to, um, to Robert and says, uh, I've, a, I've a lactating angel to see. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's top of my list as well. Don't you worry. <laughs> Bloody hell! It's a real thing, you know. It's a real thing. I read about it. And then he pauses and looks over his shoulder and says, uh, "Mermaid, not angel." Sorry, mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, I'm fascinating and marvellous. Wonderful. Um, a nightcap, you two? Absolutely. Yes, I think so. But, uh, uh, listen, what was that stuff about a dog? Oh, she's just picked up on something, hasn't she? I don't know what that is. Did you have a... You've got a dog, right? Did you have a little dog? I, I did, I did. I loved her ever, him ever so much. Tontu. Tontu. Delightful. Absolute cocker, a cocker spaniel. Oh, lovely. Wait a minute. L- lovely chestnut white. Wait a minute. I just need... So you have... You had a dog, and she knew about the dog. She picked up on something, obviously. I don't know what it is. Right. And has he... Uh, has Tontu um, passed away? No, not so long ago, to be honest. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. How long ago? We must get that nightcap, and then I can tell you all about him. Yes, we'll get a drink, but I, how long ago are we talking here? Oh, um... Yesterday? No, no, not quite as soon as that. No, it was... Uh, this week? No, it was... It was... It was six weeks ago. If I'm if I'm entirely honest, it was part of the reason why I decided to come here. I've been longing to improve my cooking. I'm a terrible cook. Um, but I have some skill. And I thought, well, I must learn how to cook Italian food because it's my favourite. And then I turned to Tontu and I said, and he wasn't there. And it was in that moment, if I'm oh. totally honest with you both. Oh, no, you don't need to... Anyway, let's get those drinks and cigarettes, that's what I should say. Yes, yeah, say say no more, say no more. I put my, I put my face in my hands and it, I guess it might appear like I'm overcome with emotion at your story. I, I do stop. Mr Hyde? The, blust, the bluster stops. Mr Hyde, it, it, are you all right? 
Are you all right? Yes. Yeah, no, no, fine. It's just a very... It's just moving, the way you said it. You turned and the dog wasn't there. Very moving. Look, the truth is... Well, I do feel like he's still with me, and I wondered whether she saw my... Oh, look, it's between friends. I feel like there's something about this place, this time, this radical movement that we find ourselves in amongst. You know that someone... Someone was shot again only... Was it five or six days ago? I mean, anything could happen in our time here in Italy. And I reach into my, um, behind my cravat and my somewhat flamboyant... I changed for dinner, of course, but it's basically exactly the same outfit, just different colours. And I, I I take out a little pendant of... Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a small statue of a dog-headed human. <laughs> What's that about? And I say, I think she must have seen this. Surely. She must have oh. sensed somehow. I don't know. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Mr. Hyde? That's how this stuff works, isn't it? Wait a minute. And I and I tuck it I tuck it behind and I look at them and my eyes are glassy and I say No 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 no. Let's get some more Campari or whatever it is. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. What? She's blind. How did she see it? She's blind. That's a good point. That hadn't actually occurred to me. It's a strange coincidence that the, the death of your dog should bring you here. I, I too, um, have been brought here by by a death. Yes, Sharon. Tell me more. My um, my my late husband, um, Brian, passed away five months ago, and I've always wanted to travel. I've always hoped to convince him that travelling would be a good thing to do, but he was he was never of a mind to do it. But with his passing, I miss him terribly. But. It's given me a freedom to experience things that I, I've not really been able to do up until now. Right. I'm surprised that Crystal didn't mention anything about Brian, about my Brian. That's right. That's right, she didn't, did she? No, she didn't. You'd think she would mention that. No, and I, I miss him terribly. I, you know, I would give anything to have him here with me, but... Good. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. So sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. Thank you. Well, I must. One must keep going. One must start again. And and this is all part of starting again, for you after Ton too, and and for me after Brian. And and what what brings you here, Mister Hyde? Oh, I'm retired. You see, and um, oh, just a whim, I suppose. Well, you're broadening the mind, aren't you? Broadening experience. Yes. Well, experience at the end of the day is all we have. That's very true. And you can't take it with you, can you? So No, you cannot. You cannot. Best to get as much in while you can. You can't get views like that everywhere in the world. Let's get on that balcony and, and drink it in. Come on, I'll steal I'll steal their bottle of what's that? Brandy? I can't quite see. Give it a sniff. What does it smell like? Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. I think it's fair to say that you are having this conversation. you've made your way out there and you're having you're now having this conversation on, on the little terrace with with Whatever's left in the bottle of wine or something you've picked up on the, the, the sort of spirits cabinet kind of thing in, in the room. Yeah. Well, I'm very sorry to hear about both your losses. You're very kind, dear man. Is there a Mrs. Hyde back home? <laughs> no. Or a little Tontu Hyde? No, no, I'm afraid not, my dear. <laughs> no, I was never the marrying sort, you see. No. And what about Italy? Have you been to Italy before? Yes, he was here in the war. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Well, well done, Sharon. Yes, only for a bit. 
That must have been a challenging time. I tell you what, the Italian campaign was not easy. No. Lots of mud. <laughs> yes. Terrible weather. Which, which is surprising, isn't it? Certainly no ragu alla bolognese, I could tell you that. I sort of associate that more with Gallipoli or something, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, glad I wasn't there. No, well, of course, I think we all were. Well, I was out in the, in the Middle East. Oh, really? You were too young, of course, Sharon. You were too young. Yes, I was only a girl, I'm afraid. And I think, if you'll allow me to sort of let the light fade down on this <laughs> conversation that's maybe getting gradually <laughs> more inebriated and... Less relevant. Less relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot <laughs> less relevant. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and you, you, you know, but you have, a, you have a lovely chat, the three of you, and you make your way to your rooms and, uh, and, and turn in for the night. And then I might sort of deal with you one by one. First of all, Dom and Jeannie, if you could pop your headphones off again for me. Sorry. Not at all. Of course. And maybe you want to give me uh, an, another no roll, having had that long conversation on the terrace. Oh, that's better. That is a zero two. <laughs> a lot better. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now it becomes clear. <laughs> so, yeah, now it becomes clear. Okay, since it's that good, let me get you a little bit more information than I was planning on giving you. Well, he was really patient as well. So I was going to thrust forward, but... So you realize, you realize suddenly you're, you're sort of, you're nodding off to sleep and then there's like a, there's a, there's a bang in the street. And you sit bolt upright in bed, and suddenly it's there. It comes to you. You know exactly where you know that face from. Mm. As I say, P38. It's Solomon Beckman. <gasps> He's known as Sol Beckman. He's a notorious London hitman. I met him in the Coach and Horses, didn't I? I think you might have met him, yeah. And, you know, everyone knew he was uh, part, of, part of the underworld. He'd never been sort of pegged for anything. But they always talked about him as someone who could get things done. And you knew what they meant by that. It's the sort of, the sort of circles I, I used to frequent, you see, when I, um, I met one of the crazed cousins. He wanted, to, he wanted to do a play. That was the thing. Yeah. And he, and he wanted to buy my good review. <laughs> and I said, of course you can. Of course you can. You don't need to, need to pay me anything. I was terrified. But he told me a lot of stories. And that's when he came in. Coach and Horses. It was back in, um, it would have been back in 68. Yeah, probably. And and as you sit there in bed and you're hearing, after that little bang, you're hearing some sirens and uh, and police yelling outside. And you're like, you, you more more comes back to you about this man. And you're like, he was, no, he was known for poisonings and, and subtle stabbings. He was, he was known for making things look like an accident. But he had an M.O. Yeah, yeah. And you know he'd, he'd work for anyone. You know, he had no allegiances. He had no uh, political leanings. No particular... He didn't work for one particular crime family. And you, you think all that. And then you lie back down and you hear this commotion going on outside and hear a bit of movement in the house. But I think you're just sort of staying with your thoughts and eventually you nod back off. And sleep through till morning. Could you both give me um could you both give me a constitution roll, please? Oh yes. That's an extreme success. Wow. Eleven or sixty. 
That's a fail. 71 on a 50. 71 on a 50. <laughs> well, your constitution roll, your excellent constitution roll, Dom, means that you sleep completely soundly. <laughs> Nothing stirs you in the night. You know, despite the things that have sort of somewhat discombobulated you in the evening, maybe it's, maybe it's the amount of booze, maybe it's the good food, but you sleep better than you have done in weeks and wake up feeling very refreshed. Mm. Um, Sharon, you, you have a quite a disturbed night. You realise that your, your room is kind of, because it's near the stairs and it's above the, the family bathroom downstairs, you hear quite a lot of like coming and going. You hear some commotion in the street in the night, like a bang. You're not sure whether it's a gunshot or an explosion. You hear sirens and police running. And you hear some movement in the house. Sounds like someone, some doors slamming, people coming and going. Mm-hmm. Some, some muttering in Italian downstairs. It is a bit disconcerting, but I think this is your first, this is your first time away from home. I think you, maybe you just get up, lock your door, and check your door's locked and climb back into bed and try and get back to sleep. And, um, and, and do eventually get back to sleep, but it wasn't a, wasn't a good night's sleep. So eventually, one way or another, you all wake up to the, the smell of coffee from downstairs and um, the, the sort of sound of bustle from the street. You can, you can hear the sound of um, some, perhaps house martins or swifts sort of squeaking as they wheel overhead between the rooftops. And in your own time, you, you uh, make your way downstairs. When you get there, you, you find um, everyone sort of making themselves at home around the big table, helping themselves to coffee and pastries, some orange juice. And um, Don and Julia are sort of really touchy-feely, kind of all over each other as they're sort of you know, passing pastries to one another or reaching around and pouring coffee. And I sneer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Young love. It, it's lovely. Oh, um, yes, lovely. Yes, how charming. And Niccolo is currently nowhere to be seen. And Nora and Barbara and Crystal. But Niccolo's, you assume Niccolo's mother is there. She's not sat at the table. She's sat in a chair in the corner, um, quite an elderly woman, um, sort of a, a kind of placid look on her face, and she's just um, she's just sort of nibbling on a, on a on a pastry and sipping a glass of orange juice, but sort of doesn't appear to be eating very much. Don't suppose there's any tea, is there? Oh, sorry, it's a silly question. Um... Oh no, the. Uh... The Italians don't really do tea. No. And if they do, it's, um, well, it's not like you would expect. I, it's, they're worse than the Americans for tea. I can tell you that. Uh, you know, I'm speaking as an American. <laughs> it's uh, hor- horrible stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sharon can't say anything to Don because he's just too good looking. Oh, but the coffee's to die for. The coffee, Sharon. You must try the shop. Well, I don't, I don't normally... I don't normally have a coffee um, unless it's an Irish coffee after a dinner, but I didn't sleep very well, so I think I think I better had. I think I better had to have a coffee. Yeah. Did you hear that noise? A bang! Yeah, I heard a bang. Did you hear that? Yes, yes. And then shouting in the street. It was, it, 
was a bit something was going on. Gordon Bennett. Oh, I didn't hear a thing. At that, Niccolo comes through the door and says, he, he overhears you and says, um, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, it, it does occasionally happen. I, I'm sorry it was right outside. This is very unusual. Please, please don't be alarmed. It's absolutely nothing to worry about. I, as I say, I can only apologise. It will not happen again. I, I, I can be sure of it. It was um, a, a random act of violence. Ooh. Was anyone hurt? Well, uh... Uh, sadly, yes, I think someone was was hurt. <gasps> oh! But as I say, it's you're very safe. This is some um, confrontations between the between the fascists and the communists, the Red Brigade and the the, the National Vanguard. They are not going to involve <laughs> people like you who are not involved, and not people like me. It's uh, it's really the security forces that uh, potentially are are going to suffer from all this. Oh, I see, I see. Just sad, I have, you know, friends and relatives who work for the Polizia di Stato, but um, it's nothing to worry about. I tried to tell Barbara and Kristen this. But... Are they um, Are they coming down to join us soon? Uh, no, they've left us. Oh! Oh, my word. Gosh. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't because of me yesterday, was it? I, uh, it was just an unfortunate coincidence that just as she spoke, I... Um, I had a funny turn, you see. No, 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 it was... No, of course not. It was the... I think... I think Barbara was a bit alarmed by the noise last night and... Um, oh, goodness me. And the, the political situation in the city, maybe she was not prepared for it. And understandably, she's very pre- protective uh, of um, of her daughter, Crystal. Well, yes, quite, of course. Yes, well, I can understand that. So they... No, they, they caught... Um, they left in the very early hours, and uh, I think they're headed to the airport. They might even be on a plane by now. I'm sorry, it's um, it's sad, but but we should forget it and carry on, and put it behind us. Because as I say, we don't need to worry about this. And if they were going to be concerned, it's it's better they're not here. I'm I'm happy that they're not here. It's it's not a problem for me. I'm I'm sorry, but I have to tell you why they're gone. Oh, it's just a shame, isn't it? It's a shame. Yeah. As Sharon says that, so because I'm a because I'm a critic, I'm drawn by his performance, but then quickly I become bored, <laughs> and I look at and I look immediate. And you didn't understand it anyway. <laughs> and I look at exactly. It's it's almost it's barely inaudible, is it? <laughs> but I turn to Julia to see her reaction to their departure. Do I glean any emotional response on her part from Julia? Yes. Uh, because she'd been having this complicated conversation with Crystal about something. And I've had this connection with the Tonto thing, which I'm profoundly moved by, but I'm going to, like a critic, I'm going to sit on that emotional response, pretend it means nothing to me, and l- and look at what the audience is doing. <laughs> <laughs> on first impression, she looks like she, she looks like she's sad about it. Yeah. Uh, like anyone who she doesn't like, she doesn't look like she's overly sad. No. Feel free to give me a psychology role. I'd like to try a psychology role. I think. Could could I do a psychology on Nicola? Of course. Yeah. See how much I believe what he's telling us. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did a very good performance, but yeah, I'm I'm not really interested in the truth of whether uh, uh, that's good as a group for us to do that. Twenty five on a sixty. It's a hard success. A hard success. So, 
Julia, you think she's, um, there's, there's quite, quite a lot going on. Mm. Cause I think she's, you can tell she's mainly really kind of blissed up by this trip. I was going to say there's, she's in love. She's in love. She's there for the ride. She is, she is, she's, she, she genuinely sad about these people leaving, mm. but just because she feels bad that, uh, they're obviously alarmed about mm. what happened and that not due to any great bond that she's formed with, with this young lady. Yeah. No, no kind of sense of relief or. Absolutely not any relief. No, uh, interesting. Interesting. Um, I mean, but potentially, potentially, I think she's, I think she's sad and perhaps that's a genuine sadness. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Um, but, but I don't think there's any alarm or any relief or anything. Mm. I got a regular success on Niccolo, 51 or 70. As far as you can tell, he's telling the truth. But you're not sure you'd be able to tell if he wasn't. Hmm. Is that fair? It was a good performance. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah, quite. Um, it, 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 it was... I. It was... You get the feeling that... Um, it was either the truth or it was masterfully concealed. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And he says, uh, "But we should have we should have put that behind us." And um, and if if you're already if you've had enough to eat, head to the kitchen and and um, and begin our first class. How wonderful! Avanti. Avanti, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Trouble on holiday, guys. Trouble on holiday. I'm relieved that psychic woman's gone. Gave me the creeps. Well, Barbara, glad she's out of the picture. She was a, she was a royal battle axe. She, she and I were going to clash soon, so that's good. <laughs> Tearing up my card? Come on. It's rude. Very rude. No decorum. But Crystal out of the picture, sowing seeds. We'll probably see them passing in funeral garb on a barge later. Cannot be as fast as... You have to bring people with you, you know? Yes, yeah. Yes, indeed. And I think certainly the Communist Party in Bologna understand that. But for some, the Red Brigades, it's, it's, it's not enough. And um, it has caused a lot of violence. And I, I worry that things will get worse. But he sort of shakes it off and says, but, but not, not this year. <laughs> this, you know, we are in a, in a dangerous moment, but not, not dangerous for us. You know, it's mainly... You know what they say, if you go forwards too quickly, you end up going backwards. That's right. Two step forward, one step back, etc. Exactly so. How's the theatre doing? Ah, yes. Well, the, the theatre in Bologna is, is, is doing well, but we have a fantastic film festival that has... Ah, uh, oh, yes, of course. If I don't know if you want to film as much as you are into theatre, but... Oh, I love to go, but um, it's it's not really my calling. It's not, you know. There's something about the people in the theatre. There's something about the the way they cross over. It's almost as if, do you know what the thing about the theatre goers, theatre practitioners? They're like, in our country, they're like 
rogues and vagabonds. Mm. They can meet at crossroads in midnight and they can make deals with devils and fellow players. And there's a sort of kinship there that never goes out of fashion, never goes out of style. You don't have to have a 16 millimeter camera to, to record the business, you see. You can just have a have a few boards and a bit of passion and, and then suddenly the magic starts to happen. I know that these two know what I'm talking about, but of course we're, we're just inured to it. You know, we're, we're so used to it because of course, you know, we didn't even have 68. That's the truth of it, isn't it? Isn't it? Don't you think, Robert? I mean, the spirit... I don't know about you, Sharon, but uh, Stevenage, I can imagine... What would the university be near Stevenage? Distant. Oh, um, probably Cambridge is the nearest one, I would think. Well, yes, exactly. Even in Cambridge, the, the you know, those students, they were not... They were not worked up in the same way that they were here. The passion wasn't the same. And that's, I think, because, you see, it, it doesn't go back for us. The revolution was a long time ago. It won't be, tele- won't be televised. I saw an Italian play once. It was masks, you see. They didn't speak once. How could you... Didn't speak once. And how long it was, 25, 25 minutes of that was the, the curtain call. How could you know what was going on if they didn't say anything? You got the sense of it. You got the sense of it with the movements and the looks. Oh. You do fantastic looks. Oh. But twenty-five minutes for a curtain call. I'm an old man. My hands sore. I couldn't bear it. No, I can. I, I... marred the experience. I know it's continental, but come on. <laughs> yes, we, we. I suppose we do things a bit differently here, Sharon. What... It's like when Americans applaud at the cinema. Forgive me. Uh, Friends here, but you must... Is it odd? They ignore us. (laughs) (laughs) They applaud in the cinema. The actors can't hear them. They know that, right? Don, do you know that? Yeah, yeah. Well, why do you think... Why, why do you think I? Uh, why do you think I moved to England? You couldn't stand the clapping. Couldn't stand anything about America, if I'm honest. Couldn't stand the clapping at the pictures. Well, don't go and see a play here, Don. You'll be exhausted. 